Welcome to another mini-sode. This week we are talking... This week? This episode we are talking about episode 5 of Lovecraft Country. This is a bit of a rough episode as far as uh, triggers go. So uh, there's a scene towards the end that involves sexual assault. Um, So just a heads up, I had a really hard time watching it. I wish I would have known that it was coming. So that is a pretty serious trigger warning for this episode. There's also uh, your regular gore, your violence, um, and racism per usual for this show. This is probably one of the most disturbing episodes of the show so far. A hundred percent. It started off slow, too. I, I don't it, think it started off slow. Kind of. It started off fast right away. You're like, who is that? And then oh, it's duh. Ruby in yeah. not her body. Right. It starts off so fast. Just like, who? How? Huh? Oh. Who agrees with me? Who? How? Huh? How? 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 Our very first guest for the mini-sode. <laughs> Whom can you speak? <laughs> that is wow, that was so good. That was so good. That was some good insight on the episode. What, 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 what were some of your thoughts on <laughs> what it? What was your favorite part? What was your favorite part of this week's episode? Can you speak? <laughs> oh, I didn't think about it like that. <laughs> it started off as a joke. But I think she's staying. So you may hear some extra licks and grunts and huffs and puffs that aren't from us. And screaming. She and likes scream. to scream. She does scream sometimes. This is Palmer, our wonderful, beautiful, amazing, very cute pit bull. She liked that. Mm-hmm. She wagged. But anyways, this episode is crazy. And it starts off with Ruby... Not in her own body. She wakes up in William's bed, but not as how she went to sleep. Right. She wakes up as like a regular white lady and she's freaking out and she goes like back to her part of town, like south side of Chicago. And um, all of the like black people are like, what are you doing here? What's wrong with you? And there's you this whole help? there's this whole thing where the police attack like a teenage kid that's trying to help her and it's she accidentally runs into a teenage kid and the police immediately show up and said did this kid attack you did this kid assault you and they're about to like club him yeah like no we didn't do anything right and it's on like the the police pick her up and they take her back to william and he had like called the police saying this was his wife and she had like these crazy fits and then we can see that she's like starting to transform back One of the most jarring things in this whole sequence of events is that she puts her hands up when the cops show up and she kind of jumps to the side. But then for the first time, for the first time, the police treat her like a person, which she has no idea how to react to. Right. Back in William's mansion. So in the mansion, William has dextered the place. That's literally what I wrote down. There's plastic wrap all over the floor and, like, the furniture. Yeah, and he pretty much, like, picks her up and, like, lays her out on the the plastic. And he has a knife, and it's wild. And he pretty much starts, like, 
cutting her open. Yeah, he takes a knife and jams it into her chest and starts cutting. Yeah. It looks like he's cutting her in, in half. In the background, there is like this TV broadcast playing talking about uh, like this locust outbreak that's happened and talking about how soon the locusts will go through a metamorphosis and start flying around and eating everything. And there's actually this kind of symbolism throughout the whole episode. Right. This metamorphosis. Even in the opening credits, there's a little butterfly that isn't usually there. While this is going on, we cut to Letty and Atticus, who go up to find Yahima. Right, and this is the whole reveal that Montrose just says she's gone, and, like, Atticus I, somehow knows that this means that she's dead and Letty just thinks that like she escaped out the window or something and it turns into this really aggressive like brawl not even a brawl no, it's, it's just brawl. Atticus beating the shit out of Montrose he beats him until he's unconscious yeah a little bit later Letty uh tells Atticus that she took pictures of the pages they're not totally lost Ruby wakes up back in the same bed and now in her regular body William goes on to explain his work and what he wants. He's looking for a way for humans to go through a metamorphosis like uh, animals do. He wants humans to be able to change and become something different. He explains this is how and why he met Hiram and started working with him. He goes about this not lengthy but conversation and way of thinking of how metamorphosis, magic, science, all of this is related and is kind of all intertwined. How you can open up doorways to other dimensions and how and why magic is real. Because this is all news to Ruby. She's like, right. uh, what? Yeah, so he basically uh, leaves her more of this potion that will turn her back into this like unassuming white woman and a big pile of cash and leaves her for the day. And of course, what does she do? But she goes down to fucking Marshall Fields. <laughs> William is giving her these potions for free for now and basically says, I'm just giving you these potions so you can do whatever you want. Mm -hmm. And the only catch is that like she's going to owe him a favor at some point and he won't tell her what it is. Or when. He just says some point. Mm -hmm. This part is also where Ruby has one of my favorite lines in the whole episode when she says it scared the shit out of me to wake up white. Yeah. <laughs> So Ruby continues to use the potion and she goes out for a second time as a white lady. Um, and she ends up back at William's like mansion type deal. And um, she has this conversation with him about like, why me? Why, why would I be the one that you would choose? And he talks about how when he saw her singing at the bar that he felt magic. At Marshall Fields, Ruby has applied with her real credentials, she didn't make up any of her, the classes she took, graduating high school, any of her training, and she's offered an assistant manager position right, right away, whereas previously she had been denied. And it's in this scene, too, that she asks about the other colored girl that they hired and was like, yeah, she must have so much experience for you to have picked her. And he's like, no, she didn't have any of this experience. So it's at this point that Ruby also realizes that she was not hired, most likely because of, like, her size and because of this pervy fucking asshole boss. After this, she makes a quick exit because her potion starts to wear off and you get to see it more and more every time. And it's like her skin 
is literally exploding off. Yeah. And there's like blood splitting, like where you can see like the skin ripping. It's actually really cool looking. It's pretty gross. Like it I don't, is gross. I don't find like most gory stuff cringy, but like by the fourth time you see this like transition happen, I was kind of like, ugh, I don't want to see it again. <laughs> and after this, we finally get to learn a little bit more about Montrose. And he is very swollen in his face. But he goes to visit a friend of his, and you can tell that they are close. They're not strangers to each other in this scene. They take their pants off almost <laughs> immediately. You yeah. can tell they're both... They've done this before. Yeah. I'm just going to say there's a gross spit part. That's all. Uh-huh. It has nothing to do with the act of what is happening. It's just it's a gross zoom in of someone spitting. <laughs> That's of Montreux spitting. I mean, I just wasn't ready for it. I didn't know it was coming. Yeah. I don't like spit. I don't like spit either. It's just... Yeah. There's What's always, happening? Is it gross? Lot... What's hap- yeah, exactly. They're making sweet, sweet love, and there's that just is a fine. Lot of spit. <laughs> I just wasn't ready for the spit close up. But yes, this confirms what they were talking about before, where mm-hmm. Montrose is gay. And so now at this point, I was kind of thinking about well, is. I mean, it's still very possible that Atticus is his son, but right. I wonder if they're going to play into that more. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to see. I'm interested to see where they take that. The next scene is Ruby at her new job, Pearls and All, at Marshall Fields. And you can, there's a little, like, it's not all them working. It kind of shows them in the back, like, chit-chatting and hanging out. Yeah, truly, it shows them all, like, uh, messing around and leaving the other, the black girl out front to fend for herself, basically. And at this point, Ruby is kind of, like, bad-mouthing Tamara because she's jealous and doesn't understand how somebody who's so uneducated would get Mm -hmm. hired over her. But then, of course, the other white ladies suck. They're just like, I don't know why they would hire a colored girl. And they don't even talk about her qualifications. And Ruby tries to make it a point Mm -hmm. (laughs) to only diss the qualifications part. And they're like, who cares? Mm -hmm. She's a colored girl. It's like that. That's why they look down on her, because they're just awful. Mm-hmm. And then I like the end of the scene is because now Ruby is forced to defend Tamara. Tamara? Tamara? Tamara. It's Tamara. Tamara? Tamara. They're forced. She's forced to defend her now. Back at the mansion, William finally mentions what the favor that Ruby must do is. And she has to attend a party of Miss Braithwaite, which is Christina, who we all know and hate. <laughs> I don't know if I hate her. I mean, I kind of hate her. She's still, I mean, like, yeah, fight the pa- patriarchy. Yeah, mm-hmm. fight the patriarchy and all, but, like, she's still racist. Yeah. And she's just doing it for herself. It's mm-hmm. all completely selfish reasons why she's doing what she's doing. Ruby is kind of pissed about this job because William hands her a box, and immediately she recognizes that it's, like, a maid's outfit and that she's going to be working the party. Right, and it's at this party she meets up with Christina and Christina like tells her this whole thing about how this is actually William's loft, right? Isn't that what they call him? No, lodge. Lodge. It's William's lodge and that the police chief like thought that he murdered him to take it over and she gives her like this weird uh like rock amulet thing to plant in the chief's office yeah she says that that william was supposed to inherit this lodge but the police chief killed him and then she brought him back to life with her family's yeah magic oh god yeah i completely forgot about the part where 
So yeah, Ruby goes to put this in the desk. She opens this closet and there's just a guy hanging there with blood splurting, spurting out of his mouth. I think they like had cut his tongue out. Yeah, and he's just hanging there and she's like holding his mouth closed so he doesn't scream more to draw attention. And she's just hiding behind him. Yeah. It's pretty intense. Very intense. And they're, and you can hear them badmouth Christina. They're like, she thinks she could run a lodge or think mm-hmm. she's nothing. She sucks. And they sucks. They <laughs> suck so much more than her. I want those cops. They's the one that sucks. They sucks. <laughs> Ugh. I just want those guys to die next. Back with Tick and Letty. Atticus is trying to decipher the pages as best as he can, but really the only clue he has is that ring he was given, which uh, only gave him three of the letters, because he's deciphering these pages from the Sons of Adam language, so he has no idea what it says. Mm -hmm. And somehow before, Letty didn't get what had really happened, apparently, because Atticus explains to her what she's gone meant. Yeah, and of course, she's very upset about this and says something along the lines of, like, these are the devil's pages and it's corrupting all of us. And she's kind of definitely wavering about wanting to continue trying to translate the pages and continue at what they're doing. I think this episode also does more, like, cutting between stories than the other ones. Because I believe in the next part is, a pit bull headbutts me in the face. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, have mercy. (laughs) The next scene is Ruby, who's at Marshall Fields. She kind of has, like, a panic attack at Tamara. Yeah. She's, like, putting shoes next to outfits, and Ruby just runs up and is like, No, 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 you're doing it wrong. You can't just be good. You have to be better. All these white people don't... Yeah, like, white people are crazy. White people are crazy. They're (laughs) awful. Because this is after she's been at this party where she sees this shit. Right. And she just freaks out. She's like, you have to, if they're doing 100%, you have to do 110. You have to be better. And this is where she weirdly, like, gets out of it by saying, like, oh, yeah, she was just inviting us all to come to a bar on the south side. The next scene is one of my favorite scenes, but also the scene I find almost the saddest is when Montrose is at the drag queen show. Yeah, this whole scene is so, like, beautiful. And he, um, Montrose, like, I, it's hard to explain, kind of. So it's like it's first, like another metamorphosis. It, it, it's another episode. metamorphosis because so at first he didn't just come to the show. The guy he had come to see is now in this show, right? And they're all getting ready for this show, and um, they have all these beautiful gowns and capes and headwear. And they're getting all ready, and Montrose is just kind of hanging out. He's being quiet. And then there's the show, and then people start dancing. Right. And that's when he, the one Montrose had been with, offers like a hand to come dance. Because Montrose was literally kind of like standing, leaning up against a post, kind of like mm-hmm. hiding. And then Montrose starts to dance, and then like he smiles and it's like the first time and they kiss and it's really sweet and they end up lifting like Montrose up and like parading him around and it's like you can tell like he feels like validated in in a way in this whole scene my my note is literally there's a beautiful drag show with where everyone is wonderful and I almost cried yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's very emotional 
But yeah, so there's this whole thing, because obviously Montrose hasn't been exactly a happy, cheerful, kind character, but this at this moment, he seems truly happy. Mm-hmm. Which is why I said he's probably going to die soon. Now, Ruby and all the Marshalls girls and their boss, the guy who hired Ruby, uh, they're now at the bar that uh, Ruby usually sings at, but now she's in like her white disguise, so nobody knows her. While they're at the bar, Ruby kind of sneaks away and transforms back to her regular self and where she's kind of like hiding out in an alleyway. Cause and like, yeah, she has another potion, but instead breaks it in her hand. You At this point, you can tell she is now the luster of the potions has kind is wearing off and she's getting sick of it. Right. And it's like another like bloody and disgusting transformation. But from where she is in the alleyway, she sees the boss take, uh, did we say Tamara? Tamara. Tamara. Tamara out behind the bar and he tries to assault her. And yeah. But then she punches him and runs away. Right. Good for her. Yep. After this, Ruby goes back to the mansion and Christine is there. William is not. And this is when Ruby has noticed that like, man, they come out of this basement a lot. Right. And it's like the only door in the house that's locked. And it's just like a weird thing. Yeah, and they have this, like, long conversation of freedom and how people suck, and Christina's kind of like, even though I'm a white woman, they... Yeah, she's really annoying in the scene. yeah. Like, you think you struggle, I struggle, I'm a rich white woman. <laughs> like, yeah. fuck off, Christina. So it's like, yeah, sure, you both struggle, but then, like, her struggle is yeah. so much you more. You can't but compare. I... It's not, I almost, I almost said it's a bonding moment, but it's, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's very it's, odd. Yeah. And this also is like uh, where Ruby learns that William's been sharing their conversations with Christina because yeah. she said something to her like about being Ruby interrupted, which was like a private conversation between the two of them. The next scene is the uh, the one we w- are really warning you about, the really disturbing one. Ruby goes to quit her job at Marshall's because she's basic. She's done with the whole facade and taking the potions. But to do this, she has taken one more potion. Mm-hmm. So she's in her disguise, fake skin. I like that. She's in her fake skin. Yeah. <laughs> so so to speak. That's a good way to say it. But while she's there, she says she's quitting so she can fuck him. Yeah. And she, like, takes his belt off, and then she's, like, stripping him, and then puts his belt around his neck, and kind of, like, parading him around. Mm -hmm. They're in private, and keep in mind, this guy has a wife and kids at home. He's a sleazeball. He's a sleazeball. But then there's a scene where I we don't need to go into we too don't much even, discussion. I don't even want to really, like, say, but... A high heel shoe in places. Yeah. It's upsetting. It's really graphic. It's very graphic. Um, but, but while this is happening, Ruby transforms back into her real skin and basically says like i wanted to do this to you as myself and it's really wild yeah because she's also covered in shedding it's disgusting because the the skin doesn't disintegrate it's it's like it's still this white lady skin that's just peeling exploding blood everywhere off of her it's a very disturbing scene yeah 
I That's, truly, I never in watching the show have I not been able to look, and I covered my face during this part, so. Thankfully, after that, there's a much more sweet moment. <laughs> uh, Tick and Letty have, like, a nice moment while uh, Letty is in the bathtub, and they kind of have a conversation about how they're both messed up about their concepts of love because Montrose was so bad to his mom and him when he was a kid because Montrose would beat the crap out of him and uh, Letty's mom would have a different man every night. So they have a nice moment here and they kiss and it's nice. And then after this is a scene that just blew my mind. So William comes out of the basement. Right. And it's like, as he's approaching Ruby, he starts to do the same, like, bone-cracking weirdness that she does when she transforms. And it's actually, it's really cool, because it shows, like, the actual hands of, like, somebody trying to pry their way out of the body. And it is Christina. Christina explodes out of William, revealing she has been drinking the same potion. And so they are one in the same. Right. Which I always kind of had some sort of inkling about that because they look so alike yeah they do and like the bleach blonde weirdness of the both of them so i mean it's wild but like you kind of knew that they were like brother and sister or something yeah so basically it's these potions can do more than just change your race they can change your gender so they might be able to do more than that too right we don't know mm -hmm. then there's a very crazy scene that happens like in the last 30 seconds where Atticus has he's made these phone calls before to Korea right and he talked about earlier in this episode about how he had a girlfriend in Korea and it ended strangely and he didn't know if it was really love and that's kind of how that conversation went with Letty yeah and so he's he basically just says how'd you know and like how do you know what's mm -hmm. going on and he's deciphered the words die, and it's yeah. written down in his bu book, and then it just ends there. Right. <laughs> Immediately, we're like, what the, f huh? What does that mean? How to, yeah. we gotta watch the next episode now. You forgot to mention that last night was the debate, and the internet was out everywhere, and we struggled to get through this full episode. Yeah, I kept cutting in and out, and I was it's like, but so... no, we gotta finish it. <laughs> it's horrible. Please, thank you. We're going to keep doing these. <laughs> Apologies if any of the dog noises and if that is annoying, but whatever. We love the dog. We have a cute dog. We have a cute dog. We'll post a picture of the dog with the episode. You want to say goodbye? You want to speak? Speak. One more time. <gasps> oh, whoa. Speak. Right in the microphone. Come, Come on. Here. Oh, whoa. Speak. <laughs> Louder. 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 <laughs> <laughs> That's her saying bye and yawning. She said bye and yawned. Okay. See you guys next time. Wow. <laughs>